Hi. Welcome to the Ring Rookie, a guide to the NHL. I am your co-host, Ashley. And I'm your other co-host, Ariel. And welcome to our podcast. Well, you're somewhere new. What's going on? Yeah, I'm in Austin, Texas currently at my sister's house. Uh, I just had my birthday weekend last week. I'm finally in the 30s club. Welcome to the club. Happy to be here. That makes one of us. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. And now I'm here in Texas, kind of visiting with my sister and then getting ready for my mom's birthday coming up. So that's going to be another fun time. Do you guys, is it just you two that are nearby birthdays or does anyone else in the family have one nearby? Well, honestly, it's like nonstop, like August, September, October, November, December. That's kind of what I was wondering. We're like that too. My dad started in November and then it was him, my mom, my baby sister, me, and then my middle sister, like in December to January mm-hmm. or November to January. Kind of weird how it like works out like that. I know. Like there's like a random time. I don't like hardly anybody has like a middle, like in my family has like a middle of the year, like birthdays. It's like, there's like a big cluster, like in March and June. And then like everyone else at the end of the year. I feel like that's so frustrating, like celebration wise. Does everybody get their like time to shine and then like gifts and stuff? like that can get complicated it's a lot how was your birthday (laughs) everything was so fun uh some of our friends that you know i wish you could have been there it was interesting i'm not gonna lie i was so nervous because like i'm like i don't know how's everyone gonna mesh together like all my sisters i know they'll be fine but like all my friends i had nothing to worry about and then it turns out my (laughs) she said this was love but it was kind of funny and i agree one of my sisters said i'm so glad no one in this group is an asshole um everyone is really nice and gets along and then it came to the conclusion that i'm the asshole (laughs) affectionate yeah, like affectionately, I'm the asshole. It's just that I'm like, I'm definitely like that heavier, like Sagittarius energy versus everyone. Like there was even like a conversation, everyone like sat down and said, okay, how do we all connect to Ariel some way to her emotionally? And then everyone, and then after everyone discussing it started to make sense. So like, oh, okay, we just, you know, everyone just balances me out and it just worked out fine. I love that. You got but a good we, group. Yeah, it was so fun. We missed you. Next time. Next time. Next time. To answer your earlier question, I'm not alone anymore. My roommate Terry came back Thursday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I had to go pick her up at LAX, but she's working right now because she has a job. Yeah. And she might come with me to the Ducks versus Winnipeg Jets game on Sunday. Heck yeah. Yeah. Which reminds me. So I went to, unexpectedly went to the Ducks versus the Colorado Avalanche on Saturday. Somehow found a friend to go with me because I can't drive down there. Took her to her first hockey game and she loved it. She got to see fights. She got to see OT. She got to see a shootout. She and had she a, had to like, see a little bit of everything. Yeah, she got to see it all. It was amazing. It was a really good game, even though the Avalanche lost. And then the next day, I saw them again against the Kings, and that was a really sad game. Because uh, not only was Kale out, and they lost again, but I just feel like it was... A, I feel like back-to-back games are so rude. Like, back-to-back away games, for sure. I just... You can't even, like, relax at all. I know, all I the traveling. Like, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Anaheim and LA is only like a 30, 45 minute like distance, but still. It's still. I think it's rude. Whatever. They were good games. It was really cool to see Nathan McKinnon in person, even though I think he may or may not still be sick. I also blame that for their losses too. And they're playing the Ducks tomorrow or today. I think it's tomorrow. The Avalanche? Yeah. Who's scheduling this? 
I don't Schedule know. Sucks ass. I I guess I just want to like I don't know if anyone will answer us, but I have a question. Is this normal? Like, is this schedule normal? Like this bad of is it? Yeah, is this normal? I don't know. It just feels like bad. Is this just something people complain about every year? I don't know. Anyway, let us know. But we have a bunch of hockey news to get into today. I feel like we go in the week before and we're like oh, maybe there won't be that much news and we can talk about something else. And there's always a bunch of freaking news. So that's where we're at today. If you want to start us off, Ariel. <laughs> oh, great. I'm <laughs> reading this going, yay. All right. So Corey Perry update, update that we were not prepared for. So a source told ESPN's Emily Kaplan that Corey Perry traveled with the Blackhawks to Columbus last Tuesday, a day before the game, and an incident occurred that day involving a team employee. Perry, who did not play last Wednesday, was, quote, immediately pulled from the game once the club was notified, and at that point, they began an investigation. Perry was placed on unconditional waivers for the termination of his contract after he, quote, engaged in conduct that is unacceptable and in violation of the terms of his contract and the Blackhawks' internal policies intended to promote professional and safe work environments, end quote. Perry went on to release a statement a day later yeah i think he just apologizes for his behavior and hopes that people will forgive him i think with time and also too with all the other yeah crazy rumor i feel bad about laughing last week now oh i know and everything unfolded, everything unfolded got, so quickly was it a, oh my gosh so the blackhawks played the jets within the last like handful of days and a winnipeg reporter asked connor about the situation and he goes it's just a bunch of rumors like it's stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then one of the owners of the Jets or like the GM or someone went onto the Blackhawks bus and apologized for that reporter's question. It's like, damn. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's very Canadian, first of all, to just like, hey, I'm so sorry. Even though I had no control, that's not our reporter. I must still apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. Well, I do not think we'll see Corey Perry again in the NHL, personally. Who knows? <laughs> Anything's possible in the NHL. I know. Ugh. Monday, November 27th, game against the Florida Panthers versus the Ottawa Senators ended in 167 penalty minutes with 106 just from one scrum. So this was the Brady to Chuck versus Matthew to Chuck game, which their grandma was attendance for. And there's like a video of her with her just arms crossed up over her chest just like looking so disappointed so funny i apparently i guess their mom asked them to not fight and technically <laughs> they didn't fight each other that's fair they just fought everyone else and did i saw watch the, this i wa- i didn't watch the game but i did go back and like watch every single video i possibly could on it like all <laughs> the different angles yeah it was hilarious granted during the big scrum um Matthew Kachuk wasn't even on the ice he was already like in timeout and it but the fact that the I've never I didn't even know there was like a signal for everyone on the ice as a 10 minute penalty that was so that was so fun to see like that video of him just being like and everyone on the ice I'm just like oh that's so good I showed my friend the fight because she's like oh did they actually fight and this was before the game so we're like at the glass waiting and I was like let me pull up a video for you real quick let me show you or even like the video of after afterwards like the coaches like actually having to do like a head count on the benches because they were so empty did you see the the video of the goal i think it was the florida panthers goalie like taking up so much room yeah i think it's like the backup goalie he's like oh 
what can actually like spread out now because usually they're like squished in a little corner that's so true oh my god it was so funny that was crazy i doubt the hughes showdown is gonna have anything like that but we'll see i was about to say you sent me a tweet about how what was it what did it say how come the hughes bowl is like a wholesome family event meanwhile every to chuck bowl is like a cane and able reenactment <laughs> so tonight the canucks play the devils where are they in vancouver are they in they're in vancouver okay so it'll be fun I've, i mean it's his first year as captain yeah and you want the devils to win i'm sure just yeah that's your team but gonna be excited i'm gonna be i know i think the canucks might win but we shall see i saw a funny tweet <laughs> that said as soon as new jersey stepped off the bus in vancouver they're already gonna lose and i'm like damn like that <laughs> Damn. We shall see. I think it's going to be a good game. We'll report back next week and give you the details. I'm excited to watch it. It's in like two hours ish. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna delay watching it. So I actually had to turn off all my notifications so I don't get anything spoiled. <laughs> oh, and from the same game, Zach mcgowan and uh, yeah i don't know he received a match penalty for an illegal check to the head of matthew kachuk and will face an automatic suspension from the department of player safety pending official review department of player safety i'm finding out is something i feel like they just toss us some things in the hat and they're just like okay what's gonna happen for this i feel like they're never they're not checking all the angles they're not you know it's just i don't know i have nothing nice to say i think about that and it's kind of wild for us who are only like not quite a year into the sport and we can recognize that it's not right you know Mm -hmm. so the nhl started awarding their stars for the month nikita kucherov of the tampa bay lightning with the first star kill McCarr of the colorado avalanche with the second star and quinn hughes of the vancouver connects with the third star and then connor bedard of the chicago blackhawks was named rookie of the month for november and then they also posted this like infographic for quarter way through the season leaders which i found super interesting so nikita kucherov of the tampa bay lightning has 36 points he has the most points overall tristan jari has the most shutouts with three kill mccarr has the most assists at 26 the rangers have the most wins at 15 goalie wins is alexander gorgiev i don't georgiev they call him georgie i don't know his how to pronounce his last name but uh, he plays for the avalanche and they have 13 goalie wins and the most rookie point is Connor Bedard at 17. Look at him go. I know. What is it? Logan Cooley, he did his first home game goal. Yes, that was last night. So does that mean all of his points have come from away games then? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, crazy. What was his... Was he third? Fourth? He was fourth. Fourth. First point at home feels like, I don't know, is it late in the season? Is that? I don't know. I know he was feeling a little discouraged, but I mean, yeah. I mean, it's hard. Like, there, I've, I didn't, like, seeing everybody, like, try to, like, rack up these points. Because at the point, I remember the point system I was so confused on, but, like, now I'm kind of, like, understanding it. And man, it's intense. Oh, yes. Tristan Jari of the Pittsburgh Penguins scored a goalie goal on Thursday, November 30th, on my birthday, against Tampa Bay Lightning. And he is the first goalie in their franchise to score a goalie goal i say that's crazy but they don't really happen that often but that's so cool epic and it was such a good goal too i I know i watched it was like kind of just really secured that win for them that night Oh, love that for them. So the Montreal Canadiens sign 
Sam Montembolt to a three-year, $9.45 million contract extension. There's been a couple other contract extensions happening. The Winnipeg Jets signed Nino Niederreader, question mark, to a three-year extension. That was really cool to see. I mean, I think as we are approaching the trade deadline, we're going to see, I think we said this, but more and more of this. And it makes me nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've seen anything about the Devils, like what they should do. And I feel like when I see those, that's what makes me nervous because then other people are recognizing that something needs to be done. I think right now there's some just talks about a goalie situation. It's making me nervous, but we shall see. It's not even the goalie's fault. Oh, my God. Okay, so just sidebar here. The Kraken played the Canadians last night. And they did post-game interviews with uh, Vince Dunn and Jared McCann. And both of them went on to say that their loss wasn't their goalie's fault. I watched Vince's specifically, and he said he sees a lot of the online hate for Philip Grubauer, their goalie, and Joey Decord, and he thinks it's all bullshit. And it's they are like, we wouldn't even be in the game at all. It would have been zero and five if it wasn't for the goalies. And I saw that. It makes me so like bummed when people like obviously the save percentage, I guess, is how you base how good of a goalie someone is or not. But I saw some of those saves from Gruby last night, and they were amazing. And he is working his ass off and it's just kind of I think even Jared McCann was like first period was embarrassing yeah I saw the text version of that interview because yeah it was bad it just doesn't seem like playing well in front of him yeah it's just frustrating and I'm sure they're like 20 times more frustrated than I am at least they're getting paid millions of dollars to be frustrated (laughs) I know we just need therapy right (laughs) adam fox and the new york rangers is back from injury and then we've got some anaheim ducks news tristan lanouf anaheim ducks a little duckling scored his first nhl goal congrats and then leo carlson also anaheim ducks scored his first shootout goal in their game against colorado avalanche on saturday night so you got to witness that it was so cool i only cheered if leo did anything i was like yes leo i love this for you and he got to do his little uh post-game interview on the bench after he got i think he got the third star oh yay. Um, i don't think he stuttered which like made me feel so proud like stupidly proud oh he's probably gaining some confidence in that i know i'm so happy for him like he he really is just like he might be my favorite rookie like connor bernard's cool but like leo's just like i don't know there's something about him i think leo has a little bit more personality i've been watching more of the rookie interviews that have been going on and like he just seems or even like on their tiktok they posted like what their uh what their top song was and when he he like went he did his top three and he was like so excited to tell everybody what his top three was oh i love that so much he's just like let me tell you about them he's like you don't know this one but i'm gonna tell you about it anyway Ugh. Yeah, I think he might be my fave. I'm excited to see where he goes. I know someone, I cannot remember her last name, Annie O.D. is what she goes by on the internet. Mm -hmm. But she was talking about how great Leo is and kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. She was just basically like, we didn't mess up by giving away Connor Bedard. Leo's been great and he will continue to be great. And it's really exciting to see where he's going to go. I do like him on the team. I think even I noticed, I think I was watching a game and they didn't have him playing. And it's like such a difference when he isn't playing with the team. And I think that's like really positive for them. And hopefully they, whenever they start kind of rolling him out more, I guess more permanently, 
I'm going to be excited for that. I totally agree. I was really excited to see him play on Saturday. And he does such a good job. Very excited for his career. What else? What else? What else? So Philadelphia Flyers' Travis Konechny has been fined $5,000, the maximum allowable under the CBA for cross-checking New Jersey's Brendan Smith. I didn't see this. Did you? I didn't. I wonder if it's actually that bad. I guess we should watch it, huh? And he was also suspended for two games for slashing. I did see oh okay i remember that yeah so the slashing was interesting because he that he did like slash him like after a whistle and then it was on purpose i don't think i would have called it slashing i think i would have called it checking but but a suspension but a suspension when with the hit to the head last week make it make sense don't get me started Uh, uh, yeah, we have lots of feelings about this. Oh, all right. This was your note. <laughs> you oh, had a note about. I had a note about. I'll read it and then I'll tell you what the, my note was. <laughs> so Brad Marchand of the Boston Bruins scored a natural hat check in their game against the Columbus Blue Jackets on Sunday night. And I believe the game before he also scored an OT. Yeah. So my note was because I didn't get to watch a lot of hockey with my busy week this week. So I just watched a lot of highlights and I put all my notes Rat King on a roll exclamation point question mark an ot win and a natural hat trick that's my notes for that rat king i have a lot of feelings about him for literally no reason he's just kind of silly i did finally see clips of him licking people that was wild yes it was like i heard rumors but like i think watching it in action is Uh something else like i'm like oh yeah he's a menace oh what happened here ross colton from the colorado avalanche has been fined five thousand dollars for his trip on leo carlson on saturday night i it was down so i was on the left side i know that's probably not helpful of the ice so i couldn't really see because it was on the opposite side but apparently it was super intentional i didn't really see it i think he almost fell back and hit his head I think was the problem. Ooh. Yeah. That's fine. He can pay it. Don't hurt rookies. I know that's not how it works, but don't hurt them. <laughs> don't hurt rookies. Don't hurt goalies. And don't hurt Cindy Crosby. That's all you got to do. <laughs> that's all you got to know. Just imagine being like a rookie and you're like coming up on Cindy Crosby and you're just like, I can't hurt him. You know, like how do you fight that internal thought to like hurt your idol? You could score against him, but don't hurt him. Exactly. Oh, yeah. This I got a notification from, I think it was the NHL app, and I immediately texted a screenshot to Ariel because what the heck. So the NHL is projecting it will raise next year's salary cap by $4.2 million to a total of $87.7 million. And you know what? I saw that number and all I could think of was Sidney Crosby. <laughs> His impact in the NHL. I mean, he's, what, 36? He's got a couple more years in him. Yeah, let him get that salary cap. I feel like he doesn't get paid enough anyway. <laughs> Right? Whatever he's paid, he could be paid more. He could be. He, I don't, I'm sure you saw the interview that Alex Ovechkin did where he was basically like, me and Sidney Crosby saved the NHL. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've seen a couple of people talking about it and they're like, yeah, they completely agree. Well, yeah, because I think even in my distant knowledge of like the NHL, like before, like all of like getting into it, I did know their names. So it's like, I I don't think he's wrong. I don't either. I know their names and I knew Tyler Sagan's name. That's, I mean, that's neither here nor there. I think if you were on Twitter, Tumblr, and like when he was with the Bruins, I feel like you knew who Tyler Sagan was. Did you see that video of the Dallas Stars where they were pronouncing their names and then talking about how people mispronounced it? Yeah. And he, Tyler Sagan, he's like, Sagan. And then he goes, people pronounce it Seguini. 
I was at me when I did not oh. pronounce his name. Really? I would like I to say that so. to him on purpose. That's just me being a menace, but... <laughs> I think he would find it funny. I think so, too. So when it happens, because I'm going to manifest that it's going to (laughs) happen, I'm going to say it. Well, what is it? The NHL. What is that award show? When can we go to that? So we'll manifest going to that and getting to meet Tyler Seguini. (laughs) Can we go to that? I know. Can we go? Please. Oh, this one's for me. Yeah. Yes, it is. For you. The Arizona Coyotes have defeated the last five Stanley Cup winners in consecutive wins. Amazing. But also, who the hell scheduled them to play five Stanley Cup winners in consecutive games? I feel like that was originally to set them up for disaster, and then they said that. Just another like question back to scheduling. Who does this? Yeah, I'm not gonna like seeing all the and then in two of the games again against the Capitals and the Vegas Golden Knights. Those were both shutout games. That's insane. Two of those are. Ingram, their goalie, who played both those games. They were his mm-hmm. two career shutouts for the Coyotes, and he has three in his career now. Wow. And the fact that he wow. did two of them in these five games is insane. That's crazy. I don't know, man. Hey, and it's on record that I started supporting the Coyotes before, like when I thought that they sucked. Now look at them. You're not a bandwagon fan. <laughs> I just and I did not a, just hop it's on. It's on record. I didn't jump on. I was kind of already here. You've been here. I'm very happy for you and your yotes. This is crazy. Yeah. yeah I'm very I, Wild <laughs> time. Keep seeing people talk about cup watch for them, which I find interesting which we'll definitely be discussing, I think, next episode. We really want to do a test your knowledge slash predictions episode. So hopefully there's not too much news in the next week. Or hopefully. So. Or if there is, we're just going to have to say sorry. And um, I know. <laughs> we'll try to post news as we get it um, that we yeah. um, into our Instagram stories. I do think there is a little bit in last piece of news for this week was uh, the NHL draft will be held June 28th, 29th at the Sphere in Las Vegas. The NHL board just made it official. This will be the final draft before decentralizing, which I don't quite understand what that means. Me neither. We're going to have to look that up. Yeah, that's in the cards for another episode, not today. Okay, so we're going to get into some trade stuff. There's been lots of stuff happening, obviously, with uh, deadlines coming up. I feel like we've said this a million times, so uh, we're just going to get into it. So Anthony Bavillier was traded from the Canucks to the Blackhawks on Tuesday in exchange for a fifth-round pick. Bavillier was stuck in the bottom six in Vancouver, posting eight points in 22 games. The 26-year-old has a career high of 39 points in a single season, so he could provide some scoring on the week for a Blackhawks team looking to replace some offense in the absence of Taylor Hall who is injured and then Corey Perry who got terminated. So I think this was upsetting to a lot of people, this trade. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Bovillier like wasn't, I guess on paper, he wasn't doing that great. But I don't know. I just, And like, I guess this is like super, like superficial. I do not. I like him in blue. I do not like him in that uniform. That's just me. <laughs> he did look good in the Canucks blue. I think it was just weird because this happened right after the Corey Perry stuff. So it was just kind of like, you're going to give this guy to this team that's going through all this really bad shit right now and he was moved and like they have to move him back across the country that's what's awful i'm like you move him from new york all the way across to the west and then just <laughs> send him back oh i would hate that he's going through it i bet i mean he has what a girlfriend but as long it's like the family that the like
like family moves that really get me and I just like feel really bad for them yeah I like know. I hear everybody always saying like oh well this is a business okay well the business can suck <laughs> and it's rough no I agree I totally agree so they did all that just so the Calgary Flames have traded defenseman Nikita Zadarov to the Vancouver Canucks in exchange for the 2024 NHL draft fifth round pick and a 2026 NHL draft third round pick when I saw that they basically said okay we're gonna trade him for the fifth round and then they use that to get someone else I was like damn the business part is making moves I just feel like that fifth round pick is going to keep getting like traded around. Honestly, I don't even know who the fifth round pick is this year. So is it really that important? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see how whoever that person is, how they do. I know. Oh, Patrick Kane signed a one year 2.75 million contract, all salary with the Detroit Red Wings. And it does not include written trade protection following offseason hip surgery per sources. The funny thing with this was I got a text from my friend Corey, who's like super in a hot and has been for years and she goes mark safe from patrick king coming to my team <laughs> i thought that was so funny Ooh, yeah that was and then his news was like overshadowed by all the Corey perry stuff that was just insane that I mean. yeah that like three two or three days was just like bam 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 and then it doesn't include a written trade protection following off season hip surgery what is doing i know how to read well i think his surgery was last was over the summer so i don't know but then the trade protection i guess that means he could be traded but the problem is no one can afford him right now i think without getting rid of people Um, and then who was it that gave up their number so he can have it it was daniel sprong yes 88 i would not know giving up my number i would have if he had given me something in return like i'm not gonna give him something if i'm not getting something back you know yeah, we need to make an even trade right he was like happy to give it away he was just like why wouldn't i give it to the greatest american-born hockey player and i'm just like okay you can chill okay <laughs> <laughs> lots of feelings about that i don't even really know the guy that well i just like I hear all the things and when nobody wants him and everyone's but- like about him coming to their team i feel like there's a reason like a good reason i think that's what i was telling you i'm i'm confused by well, I would think I was playing you in a group chat. I'm confused by him because, again, like I always say, we are new here. So if you, I do hear players or maybe some scattered talk about like him being like one of the best American-born players. But then at the same time, I'm also hearing like other people like talk about how he sucks and we don't want him. So I'm like, okay, like what is it? Like I understand like people cannot like players for whatever reason. Totally get that. But when it's like a really solid like half and half, I'm like, I'm so confused by this dude this dude doesn't even look like he's super excited to like he looks tired i'm granted like i'm sure the recovery wasn't that exciting but i just don't i just don't get it i'm just so confused by him i'm perplexed i think maybe not the issue necessarily but like a big part of him is that he doesn't probably have much hockey left in him i don't know how old he is I'm, he's 35 so he's younger than Sidney crosby yeah so i mean i guess in theory he really only has a good few years left in him good being a subjective word (laughs) especially just because he has surgery so like who knows how reliable he will be um, once he starts playing which I don't know when that is either keep waiting for him to pop up and like they'll be oh yeah I saw the video of him being like lightly checked yeah that was so (laughs) funny I was like how do I get that job just like skate along someone and just like hit them into the boards just I could easily do that because I'm not that great I'm like Bambi on ice (laughs) okay what's up uh we got injuries up next I think this will be the last little bit we go 
go over for this week. Do, 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 injury report. Okay, uh, Flyers, Noah Kate will be out six to eight weeks with a lower body injury. Seattle cracking forward, Jaden Short left Tuesday's game against the Chicago Blackhawks after sustaining a lower body injury. The club announced Tuesday night he will be out approximately there's like three of them out that are like imperative to team morale and i feel like playing and it just is a bummer been there i hate it here oh man you were telling me about all the people on the devils out who's out for them uh new jersey devils announced friday that dougie hamilton is out indefinitely with a torn pectoral muscle and thomas nozick re-aggravated the injury to his right foot and underwent surgery and also is out indefinitely i believe dougie is also getting a surgery i out the out indefinitely definitely is scary yeah and it's crazy because i i watched dougie's actually i watched both of their injuries happen and it just off but yeah i don't i think i you you and i were talking about this like early on when we realized like okay like how scary the sport is like oh we can literally watch them like i can't imagine watching andre sveshnikov when he had his injury because apparently it happened on ice and then be out and gone like that would be so terrifying to watch Uh, yeah and then seeing the news oh i hate it here i hope hope for both of our sakes that we're never at a game where like a indefinite injury happens because I yeah don't want to be there for that I will cry oh man and then so Saturday the avalanche played the ducks it went into OT and Kale McCarr did not end up playing for the OT and was also out Sunday and he's out today Tuesday uh, with a lower body injury so I hope he feels better and then Mason McTavish of the Anaheim Ducks is questionable to return with an upper body injury and then and Sean Dersey of the Arizona Coyotes is out with a lower body injury. And that just happened today, I believe. Yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. My bad. I don't know where I even pulled that from. Yeah, because I was listening to the... What the heck was I... Oh, it was at the airport yesterday. And I was listening to the game. And I saw that he was in it. And then uh, I went on Twitter and I saw that he got taken out. And I was like, what happened? That's right. Yeah. They didn't play. They don't play today. So there would be no way for that to happen today. It was yesterday against their shutout to the Washington Capitals. Uh, did he play for the Kings, Sean, Sean Dersey? Yes, he did. He okay. was traded from the Kings to Arizona. Mm, okay. Oh, my God. The... I was scrolling TikTok and the OT5 girls popped up for one of their like glass watching videos and Pierre-Luc Dubois was standing in front of them and they're like, I'm going to start calling him 8.5 because his contract was $8.5 million. Oh my God. <laughs> she was like, funny. how can you look at him and not want him to succeed? And I was like, I get it. But also like, there's so much drama with him. What is the drama? Like he also confuses me as much as the Corey Perry. Drama. I'm like, what? Right. Oh, not Corey Perry. So, I'm like, what the... What? He played for, I want to say like three or four years with the Columbus Blue Jackets and they weren't doing very well. And so he asked for a trade, got traded to the Winnipeg Jets, was only there for a year and asked to be traded to the Kings, like broke contracts. So people are mad at him because he's like, I don't like how it is here. I want to leave. Yeah. I'm just saying that if Connor McDavid were to do something like that early on dry suicidal, like no one's going to buy. I'm just saying. I don't know about that. See, I was thinking that and I just saw but, a post of Leon and Connor and it was like, you can't split them up. And I was like, you, I feel like just leaving when your team is losing is just bad form and I agree. if i was a fan of that team i would instantly hate that player and like boo them all the time in my opinion okay well then i guess i kind of get it but yeah <laughs> like if 
Yeah, I'm like, mm, I, okay, yeah, I get it. Then. I feel like most trades aren't the players asking for it, from what I understood. And so yeah. to have it be publicly like known that you've asked for it feels weird, especially when you only you're giving these teams like a year. The Jets is wild for him to only have been there for a year and ask to be traded. And I think the Jets might even be doing better than the Kings right now. And but apparently there's also no animosity towards either like him because they just played each other I guess uh maybe like a week ago and they were like chatting on the blue line at warm-ups so okay. I don't know I also feel like I thought he was like 30 and he's like 25 he's what yeah I think it's the tattoos I'm he's... pretty sure 25 so you're telling me <laughs> you mean to tell me <laughs> no he is not 25 yep he's born in 98 that's a so he was... lie <laughs> He was with the J- Blue Jackets from 2017 to 2021. Okay, so he's with the Jets for two years. Okay, but I still. He has such a fancy name. I love Yeah, I think they call him PLD. Yeah, that is, that's, that's a 25-year-old. You're telling me that's a 25-year-old. We are not yeah. afraid. And I, I don't he, know if he I He at least looks or... like a 28-year-old. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Not 25. <laughs> not 25. Um, that's a 28-year-old. <laughs> he answered a question about, like, the trades and stuff, because I, I think that's just kind of like a well-known thing about him. And he was just like, basically, it's my life. I'm trying to do what I think is best for me and what I want and what I want to like succeed with in life blah 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 because I'm sure he's honestly just chasing like a cup winning team but that just feels yeah a little not great well that's hard because I'm wouldn't it be funny if he got traded to the Sharks I, and then like the Sharks like actually won that would be that would be wild that would be poetic I wonder if he has a clause and I think we talked about a player who had like the all that drama with the Senators where he had like a team where he couldn't be traded to them I bet the the sharks are in something like that i know oh, they won they, I, yeah insane they I, almost I, beat the rangers i know you, you said don't count them out and they're not, not bad players so i'm really sticking with that you heard it here i think it would be really uh, funny if the sharks get into uh for <laughs> i feel like this would be really funny well then also like kind of out of reach unless it's not if they can get into the playoffs i really want to reach out to mario ferraro and see if we can get him on the because I would love to talk to him about like how like what the energy was like at the beginning of the season versus like, yeah the, the playoffs like how like what they're feeling like at that point oh for sure that would be a really awesome goal like, <laughs> I would so try reaching out I'm down I yeah you're down the I would love that so different I mean every time the Sharks win I'm happy for them like I'm excitedly happy so I, I know I'm like at this point I'm like if I'm like, if they beat my team, I would be upset at my team. I'm like, I'm being, I'm upset at my team. I can't even be mad at the Sharks, if that makes sense. No, it absolutely does. Because, you know, they weren't playing hard enough. And that just, I feel like that's the frustration with any loss. So it's not like shark specific, which is nice. But then you have like teams like the Golden Knights or the Rangers or whatever beating your team. You're just like, fuck them. So (laughs) exactly. Well, I think that's all for this week, guys. We will be back next week with hopefully uh, rest of the year predictions. And we're going to test some knowledge uh, for both of us. Something to look forward to. So Ariel, where can the people find you? You can find me if they so choose to on Instagram and TikTok at itariel. Garcia, which is I-T-S-A-R-I-E-L-L-E in my last name, and then on Twitter at Ariel Garcia. And you, Ashley? If the people want to follow me on the social medias, it is A-E-N-E-W-B-Y most places. And then you can give the podcast a follow over
over on TikTok, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter at Rink Rookie Pod if you want to give us a follow. And oh, you should follow us because I'm going to like four games in the next like three weeks. And I kind of want to do some follow around with me. So lots of games to look forward to if you want to give us a follow and I'll be posting on there. So give us a follow. And then I think that's all for today. See you. Like, subscribe, follow us around. We'll see you guys. Yeah. Comment, like, subscribe. Haven't heard that one yet. I know, right? I haven't heard that in so long. (laughs) All right. Bye-bye. Bye.